A lot of people, and businesses for that matter, want to go out and create their app and set aside X amount of money to go out and get it built. Build it and they will come. It's something we've all heard a lot of the time, right? Build that business and they will come. Build that app and they will come. And then they wait for their future dream customers to come to them and download their app. This is great and everything, but unfortunately, they never just come. They may come in dribs and drabs, but the reality is that if you can't get a consistent stream of people downloading your app, how are you ever going to move forward with it? In today's episode, we speak with Josh Lloyd, an expert app growth marketer who helps you to solve this exact problem. Josh is the founder of Envision Digital, a mobile app marketing agency that helps app founders, current or future, to use data to grow their app faster and easier than ever. We talk about his 3x app growth methodology, how anyone can get started now, and the tools that he recommends that you can use to get started on your app growth. As always, take notes, it's an important one. Hey guys, and welcome back to the App Startup Show. As you've noticed with every episode I've said so far, that I'm really, really excited about this episode, but this one is something that I think you're all gonna find super, super valuable, super valuable, because we've got none other than Josh Lloyd in the studio today. Josh, how's it going? I'm well, thanks mate, how are you? Yeah, doing good, it's a freezing cold outside. Oh, man. I like, for anyone like that listens, you'll notice in the podcast, anyone that listens, I always talk about the British weather at some point. Saying, oh, freaking terrible. And the one time I go to Monaco, it pours down with rain as well. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> it's crazy. But thank you so much for coming on like, today's podcast. And for everyone that's listening in, you can probably get it from the title as well. But what we're going to be talking about today is how to achieve three times app growth, 3x app growth. Uh, we're really, really excited about this because I think it's one thing having an app. Yeah. But then one thing, growing that and growing the business. And I think there are specific strategies that people need to be aware of, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think from experience talking to small apps over the last sort of like year, even for, even longer than that, is there's there's almost like a, a gate that people approach. Yeah. And you don't know when you're gonna hit that gate, and it's basically the gate that will allow you to grow further than you know your thousand MAUs or you know, even a ten thousand MAUs. Yeah. If you don't have the process in place that keeps that longevity, you know, that gate open for you, then you're gonna struggle once you get to it, which means you're gonna have a lot more frustrations than you already do. So cool. Well we're gonna go all into that today. So before we actually go into all the technicals and all the strategies and all the execution. Uh, for anyone that's listening in and they don't know the massive superstar that you are, uh, especially on LinkedIn, by the way, uh, guys, we're going to talk about this right at the end as well and how to connect with Josh. Um, but you have to, have to, have to connect with him on LinkedIn because his video content is absolutely amazing. It's actually how we met as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think his content is wicked and you guys have to check it out. Um, but for everyone that's listening in now, yeah. they don't know what you, who you are. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Josh. Who are you? What's your background? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Josh. I run... Envision Digital, which is an app growth agency. And that kind of came out of years of working agency side um, in advertising and, and kind of client side. 
Um, I went into work for an independent ad, ad agency in London and became their mobile growth specialist. And it hadn't been something that I'd actually focused on before. I was always very much user acquisition, but on the website. Um, so it was a brand new uh, opportunity for me. And I hit the ground running with some big names in, in gaming and gambling. And um, so that was just super exciting off the back of it. Got to travel to Gibraltar quite a lot, which is the most weird and wonderful place <laughs> in the world, um, which sounds really strange, but it is. Um, and it kind of combined two things, um, my uh, social media experience, user acquisition experience, and also my love for tech and data. And I suppose actually kind of unlocked that at this stage in my life. And um, you know, I used to, I, I, as part of that, I kind of got to know and learn a whole new kind of uh, angle of digital advertising and platforms that are out there to help these guys uh, analyze and understand what this was happening. At that time, there was a huge, a kind of wave of fraud that was going through the through the industry. There still is, and there was before that, but it was only just becoming a lot more known. Um, and you know, I was trying to figure out ways in in trying to reduce that. So I used to spend like days in, in code and um, well data code and kind of in Excel and and, and trying to uh, kind of unlock all that fraud and, and get it give it back to our to our, yeah. to our clients. I think I managed to save them like 60, 60 grand in a year for one of the clients, which was which was quite huge. I, once I kind of looked back and calculated it, it was massive. Um, so I kind of got really stuck in, got my hands dirty, was really in the trenches with it. Um, after about a year and a half of doing that, I got the opportunity to to, to open up my own agency, but dedicated to e-com and small businesses. So um, ran that for about a year and a half, fell out of a partner, typical typical kind of thing. story, <laughs> and and then started in Vision Digital, which is coming up to our one year birthday, actually, next month. Thank you. Amazing. So Envision Digital is all about unlocking the power of apps or using data to unlock the power of apps. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you could put it in one sentence. Um, yeah, unlocking that power. But for maybe specifically, um, well, not ex ex explicitly, but uh, for smaller businesses as well, and how to put that process in at the beginning and, and to really kind of run with it. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said earlier, instead of getting to a point of not being able to grow any further or not understanding why, and then having to kind of revisit what you should have done, you know, a year or so before that. Yeah. Um, so working with small businesses is like part of that kind of experience package, really. Okay, cool. I mean, like, I totally get it as well. Like, one of the things that uh, I try to tell a lot of businesses, because I do a lot of consultancy as well, yeah. and I try and tell a lot of businesses, uh, is that you guys have a very clear vision of what you do mm. and vision. I wasn't supposed to rhyme. Yeah. But you guys have a very, very clear vision of what you're going to do. Yeah. You can, you've got this whole thing about achieving people uh, achieving, uh, helping people to achieve growth, yeah. uh, 3x their growth, whatever it is. Um, you're very, very clear on it and you use a specific strategy on how to do so. And, and this is for anyone that's listening in, is that whenever you do need help or you need help with something specific, I always don't think it's a good idea to go to a company which are a jack of all trades. They say, yeah, we do app growth marketing. We also do email marketing. We also do um, Instagram videos. But sure. it's, it's just not a good idea. So for any of you guys listening in right now and you need the service, then just reach out to Josh. Just talk to him because he is specifically in this industry and it's specific to why. I, it's actually the reason why I got you on the podcast as well because this is what you specifically do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I think it's really, really powerful that I think even for anyone listening and any entrepreneurs is that it's very, very important that you build a team of people around you. And when you build a team of people around you, you have to make sure you have experts in every department mm. as opposed to having people who, like what's better, having one person who's good at everything or having five people who are experts at 
that each individual specific yeah, yeah, yeah. is much, much, much more valuable. I, um, I tend to categorize that as everyone has their own superpower. Yeah. And that superpower is the thing that you can do in your sleep and you can do with one hand tied behind your yeah. back, right? And for me, that is kind of on the app strategy and also like the execution side of things is being able to kind of do that. Um, but in terms of those entrepreneurs and those business owners or even marketing managers in small teams, when they're trying to run acquisition campaigns, when they're trying to do their email marketing, content, mm. creative, copy, whatever else falls into that bucket, as well as a lot, there'll be a lot of responsibilities in that bucket. You've got one superpower and that might be, they might be awesome at email marketing, yeah. but they're diluting that superpower and therefore that sub, that particular channel is, is you know, um, negligent. And therefore, everything else is also yeah. negligent in, the, in, in that respect as well. So, how can you expect to do anything great if you're if you're stretching it too far? That's absolutely true. Do you know what my mentor says something which is so perfect, which is always do what you do best and outsource the rest. Mm. Do what you do best. I like that because it rhymes. Well. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> smashed it with it, and he's got a TED talk as well. And I was like, oh man, I can't say that to anyone. I have to always credit him for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry, we'll put that TED talk in somewhere. Okay, this is awesome. So let's go straight to the topic then. Cool. Um, so now that everyone knows who you are, yeah. um, and they know uh, what you're about and what your company does, mm. let's say now there's an entrepreneur listening and say, sure. okay, look, he or she has got this app idea, they've built their app. Mm. Where do you fit in? Do you fit in right at the beginning or do you fit in more in the middle, should I say? It kind of, it could work both ways. I think it typically depends on at what stage the business is in. With, a, with various things in their launch. So we work with companies in pre-launch and in like what I class as early growth stage or early growth spurt stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we look at, say if I was just talking to an app, talking to an entrepreneur who has an app, the first thing we talk about is data, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, we always caveat, we are advertisers at heart, right? We run campaigns on a day-to-day basis okay. with the management, the strategy, and that encompasses um, uh, kind of, yeah, core channels, like that you would typically expect, plus like anything the ASO can do, email, uh, push notifications and stuff. And we're certified with a, an incredible partner that does that, that helps us, that allows us to do that for our clients. Um, but before we get to that point, we make sure that clients have uh, a data strategy in place. Okay. And that will typically be, you know, what, how is it that you're tracking your users and how do you expect to extrapolate the information to make better business decisions? And it's actually crazy, and you might actually be able to relate to this, is that there are a few people out there that have gone, I went to my dev and I wanted this dashboard and they went and built it for me. And, but it's not just the fact they went and built the dashboard and stuff, but they have to constantly iterate on that dashboard mm-hmm. because it's not technically an off-the-shelf solution. Yeah. So there's a lot more work and cost associated to that. Whenever I hear it, it kind of makes my skin crawl a little yeah. bit because it's a bit like, okay, well... <laughs> You can, like, you can do that a lot easier. It's not the fact that they've done a bad job, but you can do that a lot easier with a lot less stress and time, money, resource, all that kind of stuff. So we talk about data. We talk about how you analyze your users, um, how you can relate that back to product and dev, you know, what that means for investors and for investment opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of, we, we take a lot of education, a big start in education, you know, come to realize. Um, so we figure out how that, how that works. And if they've already got it in place, then, then fantastic. What we can do is we'll say, that's brilliant. Um, that works really well with your advertising. And then we go on to talk about how we can work with them on an ongoing basis. That is awesome. Um, yeah, and, and help them kind of grow that user base, really. That is really, really awesome. So the reason why, and for anyone listening in, the reason why I kind of asked Josh in this order, okay, what does Josh do? 
what does the company do? And I know it sounds like at this point that we're just plugging his company, but actually there's, <laughs> there's method to the madness as you trusted from my previous episodes. Because now that we've got kind of a full background, I'm sure, like, I'm sure there's a part of me that's really slow because I have to get a full background and everything. Like I'm a massive believer in clarity. I have yeah, to have yeah. complete clarity before um, I can do anything. Like that even extends to the point that if I see books uh, and I don't understand a word, I'll circle it and write a really basic definition. Sure. Because like, okay, cool, I finally understand it. That's a good process. So now that we've got kind of got all of that, we understand where you fit into, into the user journey and etc. Now we're actually going to talk about how we can deliver value to our listeners. Sure. So they've got this app or they've got this app idea, whatever it is. What is the 3x uh, growth, app growth methodology? I've tokened it. Um, when we spoke about it before, <laughs> yeah. the podcast, we call it the 3x app growth methodology. And you've, yeah. got, you've got a trademark it. I'm going to but start using it. What is that all about? Where, does, where do you guys even start? Um, and I know you kind of briefly touched upon it, but I'm very like thinking, okay, what do we do first, second, sure. third? And I'm trying to think about what these guys can take away with them. So what is a 3X app growth methodology or yeah. a typical methodology, because it probably differs, Sure. and what would the steps be to take? Yeah, big question, because we do take quite a, what I'm, I like to think is quite a bespoke mm-hmm. angle to all of our clients, and it very much depends on the niche, the, the way that the app works, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, but it typically starts with um, business objectives. What are your business objectives for the next, let's say, six to 12 months? How do we tie that in to various activities that you yourself as a business are doing? Because I've had my hand at many things in in digital marketing. Again, there might be something that I need to keep in in mind if you're sending out, you know, there are PR launches, all that kind of stuff. So we basically tie in and make sure that we understand every, pretty much every part of the business. We work very collaboratively and transparently with our clients, which I think is a big win. And there are a lot of people out there doing it, but you know, that, that's just a preferred method for us. So um, understanding the business uh, objectives and metrics, and we move on to how that kind of comes out in the data and then how we kind of interact that with advertising as well. So we make sure that we answer those questions early on. Okay. The, once we actually get down to the point where we have creators, we have copy, we know what the platforms are that we're gonna launch on. Yeah. We have quite a rigorous testing um, structure, and that typically happens in the first like that. It lasts about three weeks to begin with, uh-huh. and now this is the, one of the most crucial things you can do, especially when you're going out and obviously like Facebook and Instagram are like the channels to to kind of launch with because just the amount of data, the amount of mm. like stuff that comes back from it, um, you can learn so much more and so quick. Um, so we 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 run like a basic three phase three-week campaign whereby we test the core elements of each part of Facebook and Instagram which are typically your audiences, your creative and your messaging and those three things are are what kind of make up really good optimization and campaign management. It's not just knowing who to advertise to but it's obviously you know what attracts them and what they want to hear from you. How do you solve a problem? Mm -hmm. And We do a lot of that research at the top end of of working with the client as well is understanding what the problems of the client, of the audience is and how this particular app solves that problem. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all very well going out and being broad and say, we will help you sleep, for example, yes. in like a meditation app. But if you can drill down into a specific audience set or a cohort of audiences problems, then your the relevance just becomes exponentially larger and you're able to actually take a lot more of a, a detailed approach to your planning and your strategy work. Yeah. Um, so we've run that, but essentially, and, and that kind of actually is continues throughout all of the campaign work that we do. So we're constantly experimenting in the back end. 
yeah. with 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 a with a with an objective to get to a business as usual campaign you call it yeah um, which is basically where you can um, uh, rely on performance to come from every day of the week month yeah um, whilst we're constantly iterating in the background making you know, refreshing creatives refreshing messaging uh, making sure we're keeping on top of audiences and retargeting um, and so that's the kind of basic flow once we kind of well, from the get-go, but maybe once like month two, month three hits, that's when the data like starts to make a much more of a bigger impact. Mm. Because uh, so the, the 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 tech part of our tech stack, the, the partner that we have um, that we're certified with is Mixpanel. Yeah, I've heard of them. Great company. You've heard of them. They're fantastic. If any of you have not heard of Mixpanel, <laughs> type it into your, your browser <laughs> right now. Get your devs to install it, and if you're working with us, we'll install it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get. Look at it, understand it. It's one of those platforms that grows with you as much as you need it to. So they've got fantastic kind of um, free growth and enterprise product. Oh, platforms. Wow, yeah. Free, yeah, it's, it's all based on monthly tracked users. It's great. I'm, I'm not going to oversell it or try and sell it anymore. Um, so we work very, very closely with them. And um, we, we kind of, we, we say to our clients, this is what we're partnered in. This is what we know kind of inside and out. If this is what you want, we'll help you implement it. Um, so once you kind of got all those users coming through to your funnel and into your app, we set up all the dashboards to make sure you can see that funnel in a step-by-step process, um, understand the unique visitors versus you know, the most significant event in your app. And uh, we also then start cohorting people based on their value, based on the things that they're doing in the app. Um, what's awesome is that then that can then be quite easily exported and translated into Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And actually personalization is one of the biggest things in the, in the industry right now. So being able to tell you, right, you've come in and completed X and Y, but you didn't do Z, yeah. and then sending you a push notification yeah. in between, or retargeting you to give you a bit more nurturing education on why you should have gone in and done Z, then we help, that helps to push everyone down the funnel. Amazing. What typically comes with that is then conversion rate optimization reports, funnel analysis, et cetera. So we can basically hand back a lot more value to our clients and go, yeah. This is what we found. We've seen a drop off of this on this step, and yeah, we've tried ABC kind of methodologies to try and get around it, but none of them really seem to be budging. We need to focus on yeah. yeah we need to focus on what how can we improve that process for users, um, and really bring that value to them as much as they bring value to the app as well. That's awesome. And then it's, it kind of just becomes almost like a bit of a rinse and repeat. Yeah, and yeah, kind of course. Building on all of that stuff, um, and we have uh, we basically. Uh, Google Sheet to, to note all of this stuff yeah, down. Yeah. So by the time six months has has come around, or you know, for any reason we kind of part ways, we basically have the client uh, buy yeah, this of is information, everything. This is all your did. Yeah. So that's awesome. So uh, as you know, so we've probably been taking notes for you guys listening. You obviously can't see uh, what I'm doing, but I love to take notes and just kind of make a strategy in my head is something that these guys can take away. Mm. So essentially, what the three uh, X app growth methodology is is the first thing you actually do is uh, look at the background, understand the whole background, and what's the, uh, the audience and what problem the app is solving. Yeah. So that's step number one, great. Step number two, now that we have understand what the app is and what problems are being solved, what are your business objectives here? So they say, okay, I wanna get 10 downloads a day, I wanna get 50,000 downloads a day, whatever it is. Great, so that's what the app does. This is what your business objectives are. Okay, great. Let's now look at how that currently measures against the data that we have. Mm. Okay, let's look at that. Awesome. And then you guys go away and based on those three points, you go away and create a campaign with us on socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, maybe Google, 
etc. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you'll test it out. You'll do your three phase, three week campaign, mm-hmm. which is ties in nicely yeah. with the name, the three X <laughs> growth methodology. And it's continuous after that optimizing, continuous optimization, iterate, refreshing. And in the end, what you get after this three week is a three week phase, you get this whole bunch of rich data. Mm. And then at that point, you use that rich data to continuously optimize to actually, what I think, in my opinion, after see, after knowing the power of socials and all of that, is that you could probably achieve more than three X app growth. Absolutely. And I bet you do as well. Absolutely. It's, so yeah. that's amazing. So for anyone listening in right now, you've actually, I've actually just completely outlined for you how to grow your app um, using uh, the 3x app growth methodology. That's unbelievable. So for anyone listening in, what are your business objectives? Sit there, write them down. Sorry, first step actually, sit down. What is the problem that your app is solving? You should know this from the app starter course that we put up, uh, the app accelerator program is completely free of charge. Uh, Guys, head on over to appstarterguide.com, it's completely free. Um, But there, the first step, what is the problem your app is solving? Next, write down what are your business objectives. Next, after that, how does that all measure up against the data? Then after that, create your campaign with the some socials. So this is important actually, and I think this is really important. Out of everything that I've just said, creating your campaign is fourth in the list. Yeah. Why are people doing it first? Are they just rushing or are they just trigger happy? Why are they doing it first? I think it's because even though Facebook and Instagram and those kind of cam- uh, like channels have a lot of data that can, you, that can kind of give you answers, it's a lot of shooting from the hip. Yeah. It's very like, I think, I don't know, let's, what, what kind of example can we use? Let's use like a sports app, just a generic yeah. sports app. Um, you'd think that going after people that are interested in sports would be your target market. Yeah. But there are so many different variables you've got to think about. There, you know, How many other people are using that audience and target with what's the saturation of the competition like? Typically, nowadays, you need to go a little bit more niche and kind of layer your targeting a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, people are generally going, sports, I'm a sports app, why wouldn't I just go for sports? Whereas we take it a step back and think about the affinitive audiences. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, aside from sports, you know, are we better off you know, um, targeting people who like tennis or like rugby or like who are the more kind of relevant people within mm-hmm. them? And what it is we tend to avoid with that is a lot of ad wastage and, and budget wastage. So one thing we do, you kind of touched upon it, we always, we kind of preach this as being data rich and, and kind of avoiding spending tens of thousands of pounds a month or you know, however much it is you've got to spend on wasting your kind of activity and your efforts. So by taking it a step back and trying to identify that audience and in that, especially in that learning phase, we learn very quickly about who's going to respond and who isn't yeah. and what makes them tick and what's, what's attracting them into the app and then yeah, just constant iteration. Guys, I've got a huge announcement to make. Whether you're new to the podcast or a dedicated listener, trust me, you're going to want to hear this. Because for 2020 and this new decade, I wanted to do something absolutely crazy for you guys. Something nobody would expect. Are you ready? You better be, because I'm pleased to announce that our App Accelerator program is now available completely free of charge. That's right, our online course which teaches you the exact 10-step system that anyone can use to help create their app without any experience is now available for free. In fact, it's the exact 10-step system that I used to make the number one educational game in the App Store that I learned from some of the top app developers and geniuses in the industry without knowing a single line of code. And it's the exact repeatable framework that I use today in my agency to help our clients create their own chart-topping apps. Just think, wouldn't you love to make the next Candy Crush or Uber? If so, then now you can. Learn how to get investment for your app, how to get people downloading it, 
the secrets to creating a winning app, plus all the guidance, resources, and expertise you will ever need to launch your own successful app startup, even if you have no experience. So if you're sitting on an app idea and feel a bit stuck on how to get started, then you need this free course. Head on over to appstarterguide.com to get started. That's appstarterguide.com to get started. Until then, let's get back to the episode. There you go, guys. Use the data. Don't play the guessing game. I say this a lot. Don't play the guessing game. Take a customer-centric approach. And taking a customer-centric approach uh, has two branches, if we said that's the tree. And the two branches are research, and the second part is data. Yeah. You, like, entrepreneurs have everything there. And this is, this is why it's important, uh, going back to the first point, I've always found, and I feel passionate about this, is do what you do best, outsource the most. We spoke about that, right? Yeah. When you're doing everything in your business, it's very, very difficult to take a step back and look at the bigger picture Absolutely. and assess yeah. everything. When you're doing everything inside it, you won't have that opportunity to just take a step back and look at everything and say, can I look at the data? Can I look at the research? Because when you're inside the problem, you can't identify no, it. No, you can't, you can't do it. That's amazing. Right, so this is all great and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of using data. Uh, I love it. Like, I think it's a great idea. I think it's the best thing that any entrepreneur can do now. Let's say we've got that entrepreneur right now who never looks at data. Yeah. Um, just, they don't understand any other buzzwords. It all looks like a black, dark science to them. They can't yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a dark hole that once they get into, they think they're going to be trapped. What are the main data points that one, that someone should look at um, when it comes to their app? Sure. So um, we focus on, when we, say, when we talk about volumes and, and business objectives, I mean, you touched upon it earlier, kind of downloads. Downloads is great, but it typically doesn't provide us any value. So we okay. always focus on the value. Okay. So it's great, you know, if you want 10,000 downloads and you want to ask me how much that's going to cost, I can go away and do that and tell you how much it's going to cost, but I won't, I'll focus on the rest of the funnel as well. Yeah. So that 10,000 downloads is, could t- cost you 10 grand, but actually you might be spending 10 grand for 250 of those people doing that, whatever that significant thing is yeah. down the waterfall, right? So how much does that cost? And is that cost efficient for your business? Because whatever that figure is, that might bankrupt you in six months. Time. Of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we, we focus on that quite a lot. So, and in, our, in the dashboards that we create, all the kind of reports that we do as well, we look at, we, we take a very focused um, kind of approach on, on that value. So, um, we map out the funnels, we map out, um, we do the top line stuff as well. You know, these are the amount of first time opens, these are the amount of app sessions figure out, you know, make a cause a correlative link between uh, unique um, app sessions and people that are actually using the app mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of just dive down into much more stuff that, down the waterfall. And it's it's all kind of comes out of, um, it, again, very iterative process because we might have one question one week mm. and a completely separate question the next. So it actually really depends upon the business objectives, right? Yeah. So and if yeah. we were to talk to an entrepreneur and say, hey, look, and they say, what, what, what should I be looking at? Should I just be looking at others? They'll say, actually, what's your overall business goals here? Do you just want people to constantly use the app, repeat customer acquisition? Yeah. Uh, and that's more important to you than five people using the app on a repeat basis is more important to you than a hundred new people using it once yeah, or exactly. is it the other way around? Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so it all comes back to the business objectives and identifying, again, 
what are your business objectives? Yeah. Identify what's important to you in this exactly. to make it a success. And the, and, the, and the more questions we can ask in that process, the yeah. better. So if it's like, okay, so where are the majority of our users coming from? And we'll look at the referral sources. Let's say it's Google, okay. Then uh, what's the value that these people coming from Google are holding? And we might see that value. Okay, why is the value less than it is on Facebook? Oh, and then we'll be able to constantly layer those questions in and go, right, okay. Why is, um, I guess we found out that Google users, for some reason, are dropping off at a certain point. Why are they doing that? Okay, we'll go in further. Where are they from? What device are they using? Yeah. Right, actually, we get to a point of going, right, they're, they're just not the valuable customers that we need, or there might be a slight bug on that side of the system that's not that's stopping them from doing it. So this is where we then go. It's not just for marketers like myself and business owners like an entrepreneur. It's for dev, it's for product, it's for it's stakeholders, thing, isn't it? it's yeah. for investors. Um, yeah, the more questions we can kind of layer into that, mm. the more we can uncover. Um, and we do that right at the beginning with the, the we do a, a implementation spec if we are working with mixed panel. And it's yeah. crazy detailed, like it's mental. Be um, curious. Yeah. Be curious, be curious. That's really good. So, um, anyone listening in right now has probably established that, you know what, we need to have data. <laughs> we need data. We yeah. need this to What's inform serious? our decision-making process. Yeah. Because that's essentially what data does, um, especially after this conversation, is that not only are you just going to think, okay, I've got my app ready now, I'm going to start marketing it, we're going to market on this, blah, 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 blah. Actually, no, let's look at the data first and combine that with the research and let's form a strategy around it. Now, you mentioned one tool, which was Mixpanel. Yeah. Um, Let's say somebody's just, you know, they've just got their app ready or they're, they're planning their app, whatever it is. What would be the basic tools that you think every uh, entrepreneur should install? Um, good question. Now, I, like to, I do like to try and be as agnostic platform-wise as possible. Okay. However, being a certified partner in Mixpanel, <laughs> you do, and, and because I know it better than the back of my hand, it, you do tend to... Well, it works. So it if it works for you, then great. Then exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll use it as an example, but I always stress to clients and people that I'm talking to, we don't... We don't just work with clients that use Mixpanel. We use it as a kind of backbone as to say, this is what we can do with okay. data alone. And actually Mixpanel offers the things that allows you to analyze it and, and kind of move forward. Um, so a, a tech stack is incredibly important. If you're trying to throw a whole load of stuff into one app and you need it for various reasons and segment is a fantastic tool for that. And we, we're in the process of being partnered with them as well. So to kind of use that as part of our tech stack. Um, then you know you can turn on and plug in and, and turn in all of these different um, platforms. Panel, yeah, sorry, segment. Oh, segment. Okay, yeah. yeah. So mix panel so, is one, segment is yeah. another. You can you can plug in and turn on a load of different um, partnered kind of variations with them. Basically, just one set of code, and that's, that's pretty cool. super cool. Um, you want something that essentially allows you to track and analyze, uh, but also to engage. And, and kind of explore and, and slice the data in different ways. And again, Mixpanel does that absolutely beautifully. Okay, because there is, there's- I love Mixpanel. Yeah, yeah, e email, push, SMS, in-app kind yeah. of uh, functionality as well. Yeah. Um, they've just released their journey feature, which allows you to trigger events based on what a user does or doesn't do. So I think engagement is hugely important. So if, you're, if you want to you know, uh, put in uh, something like MailChimp alongside um, mixed panel or even Google Analytics at the kind of basic level is great. You don't get it's quite a clunky platform. It's 15, you know, it's 15 years old now. Google Analytics. Wow. Are they shifting everyone over to Firebase now or something? I don't know. Maybe they're, they're just, trying to. Yeah, I think there's something. I think something about apps. They're just trying to shift everyone to Firebase now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it puts put put the tech stack in your app that enables you to see everyone on a very granular as granular as you possibly can. 
and also to engage with them pretty, hopefully from the same platform um, because in the early days it's so it's so explicitly important to do that and there's a, there's a stat that I always preach as well it's um, it's five times more expensive to go out and find new users for your app than it is to constantly engage and keep your existing yeah. ones do you know what it, even, it gets even worse as well like even just in general business not even just in apps it's actually seven times more likely to gain a new customer in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is nuts than to retain an existing one. That is amazing. So, guys, for anyone listening in, you guys have got the 3x app growth strategy. And what I'm hearing uh, from you, Josh, is when you identify it, all, everything I found all comes back to first doing that background, understanding what the problem is. But everything really comes down to understanding what are your business objectives. Yeah. And then finding a tool which supports that. And Mixpanel does a great job of that. Absolutely. However, if you find it's not for you, just find a tool that matches and supports your business objectives so you can visualize and look at it uh, and see um, uh, what the next steps are and yeah, how, yeah. how it should uh, kind of gain momentum. Listen, that's been absolutely amazing. I think uh, we've covered some amazing stuff in here. There's been, hey, I have to ask you a question. What does MAU stand for? You mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. Mon- monthly active users. <laughs> so people that, uh, people that come back on a monthly basis. Oh, cool. We typically look at that. We can look at daily actives, weekly actives, and monthly actives yeah. to, to help with that retention. It's all linked into retention at that point. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's one of the things that we focus on hugely with our clients uh, when we set our KPIs. so. Look, this has been amazing, uh, Josh. We could talk all day about this, yeah. but I have to be very respectful of your time. So, <laughs> and my time as well. Look, if we need to get you back on the podcast, we'll do it. Um, Thank you, sir. But I think the, the key takeaways from this mess, uh, from this episode, guys, is you've got the 3x app growth uh, methodology. Um, do those steps. In, you know, And if, if you don't want to do those steps, the first things uh, first, because if, you think, if you're going to take our advice and do what you do best and outsource the rest, this might not be what you do best. And if that is the case, then at the very, very least, guys, understand what your app is in detail and understand and get absolute clarity on what problem your app is solving. And the second thing, get really, really clear on what your business objectives are. Actually, a quick question on the business objectives. Should that be over a year, three year, five year, or in um, general? You, uh, probably to, to keep some kind of continuity, maybe do it at a year at the minimum. Okay, okay, great um, stuff. Yeah, anywhere between three and five is, is the kind of sweet spot as well. Fantastic. So that's a great idea, guys. Do your one-year, three-year, and five-year business goals. Amazing. Um, get some sort of, if you guys are not the techies or whatever it is, look at what your business objectives are and get some sort of, and speak with your developer or speak with Josh, get some te- some get some data uh, tool installed into your app so that you're going to have that data from the very start to support your growth moving forward. Because if as much data as possible at the very beginning is the best step to go, right? Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. That is amazing. So if there's anything you take away from that podcast, I think you've got some amazing golden nuggets in there. Um, so Josh, um, we're approaching the end of the podcast. What what are you up to now? What does the future hold for Josh and oh. Vision Digital? Yeah, so I'm doing a lot of stuff, as you mentioned, on, on LinkedIn at the moment. Um, yeah, posting a lot of content, which is, I hope, being quite educational and, and kind of inspiring people to kind of think in a bit of a different way in certain instances. Um, Along with uh, mixed panel segment, we're looking at doing hopefully a, a week, uh, not weekly, a monthly or more regular breakfast meetup for people that don't understand how to implement their data or how it translates to things further down the down the down the line, such as you know how does it affect my advertising, how does it affect my product, how does it all do this stuff. So um, we're hoping to launch something like that soon. Um, I've been looking into various ways of doing webinars and to keep people in the loop as to what it actually Envision Digital is doing. 
Um, you know, we're growing from strength to strength at the moment. So, and I'm huge about education and kind of informing people about what it is that that, that means, and, and and to kind of you know bring people into our sphere by not being overly aggressive or kind of you know um, or pushy about stuff. Um, yeah, that's probably in the next few months. Um, and yeah, maybe look to do some conferences and events later on in the year. Cool. Yeah, keep you busy. That's going to be awesome. Well, there's going to be a lot of education coming uh, everyone's way. Uh, we are going to plug your details at the end so people can get in contact and find out the best way to get all the information. Um, but this is something I ask everyone on the podcast now, every single one. Mm. You can take your time with this answer, it's up to you. <laughs> and I've caught you completely off guard as well. So no, yeah. I actually completely, I get everyone off guard. But if you were to give any one piece of advice yeah. to entrepreneurs, it doesn't have to be app related, it doesn't have to be business related, it, it can be whatever you want. Mm. If you could give one piece of advice to an entrepreneur listening in right now, what would that piece of advice be? Yeah, very prolific now. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One piece of advice. Um, Told you it's hard. It is hard, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I think this is it's something that really rings, rings true with me and exactly why I think I set up Envision Digital is you've got a superpower and if you don't know what it is, identify it. And once you've identified it, run with it and refine it and really stick with it. And as you've mentioned, kind of surround yourself with people that can make, that can kind of heighten your superpower, mm-hmm. that can kind of bring their superpowers into one to form one kick-off power engine, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. power engine, <laughs> like, and to just form one kick-ass team because that is, you know, I think if you look back and you start peeling away the layers of Uber and, uh, you know, Monzo and all that kind of stuff, you that's probably like the core of what they do. They have a core in their business, which is, Everyone has a superpower, and they've all come together to form this one business. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, look, I've heard so many times, actually, a lot recently, is you've got to kiss some frogs in life to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that sometimes takes a little bit of time to get through that. But there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Like, if you have to kiss a few frogs with various bits within your business just to get the job done and then refine it and optimize it later. Get it done. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to spend some money on experts, like like what you've said as well. And I think that's that's probably one of the biggest things that I'd ever tell anyone. That's amazing. Well, Batman wouldn't be Batman without Alfred. There you go. There you go. There you Batman. go. Batman's Robin. Robin's face is decent, bro. Robin's all right. Just <laughs> <laughs> the tights. <laughs> all right. This is awesome. So, uh, Josh, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? And Envision Digital uh, is LinkedIn the best place for them to reach. LinkedIn probably, I spend quite a lot of my time in LinkedIn, it's always open on my laptop and open on my phone. Um, we've got a contact form on the website and we've got some cool blog posts on there as well. So if you want to head to envisiondigital.media, not .com, um, then there are some cool blog posts to check out and some other stuff to, to read. We've, we've recently launched a white paper so you can go there and download it um, on, on how to, you know, uh, actually it's about more along the lines about how to get about 40, 40 hours a, uh, a month back on your time just mm-hmm. by in, like, implementing these data strategies and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, we've got a contact form, LinkedIn, drop me a message, DM me, however you want to get in touch and I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Perfect. Josh, thank you so much for appearing on today's episode. Uh, we'll put his contact details in, in the show notes, but other than that, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening in. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. In case you missed my earlier message, I announced that our App Accelerator program is now available completely free of charge. Our online course, which teaches you the exact 10-step system that anyone can use to help create their own app without any experience. 
learn how to get investment for your app, how to get people downloading it, the secrets to creating a winning app idea, plus all the guidance, resources, and expertise you'll ever need to launch your own successful app startup. So if you're sitting on an app idea and feel a bit stuck on how to get started, then you need this free course. Head on over to appstarterguide.com to get started. That's appstarterguide.com to get started. I promise you won't find anything else like it. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.